Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. And welcome to this week's In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bellato. Kim, we have an exciting guest in store for everybody today, Rusty Brazil. He's the author of The Domino Effect. This is a super book that you are going to want to go out and purchase. You can get it on Amazon.com. We're going to tell you all this again later in the show. But, Kim, you're looking super refreshed this week. Where have you been? Well, Alvin, I have been on vacation, a much-needed vacation so uh, I have returned from Las Vegas. With all the money. Uh, no, I left all my money there. <laughs> you know how that goes. Well, and, you know, on, on, on the other side, I'm, I'm getting ready to go on vacation for a few days. So I'm, I've really been thinking about fishing since Monday. <laughs> well, night and day. But I'm sure you're going to come back looking refreshed, too. And suntanned and... Glowing. The freezer full of fish, and I hope so anyway, but... Uh, Here's the tip for today. Don't forget to take vacation every year. It has a huge benefit. You have to recharge the batteries. Exactly. You know, I, I would like to be able to go recharge my batteries four or five times a year, but I do try to take a couple days here and a couple days there and get away and, you know, get my boat on the water and chase I, some redfish on the Texas Gulf Coast. And, you know, life is good. You need to. And so I encourage everyone to take some downtime. Go and uh, just... Uh, let your mind rest. Well, Cam, now that you're back from vacation, let's talk about what's going on with Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. It'll actually feature Brandon Seal, who is the president of Howard Energy Mexico. And this issue is actually dedicated to, in our theme is international business. And so this is a great company for us to be covering because they are just visionaries. Um, they are really... Uh, collaborating well with the Mexican government in making sure that they are helping Mexico convert into being, uh, you know, a, an energy powerhouse as well. I don't know if you remember a couple of years back, Mexico changed their constitution, Alvin, to allow them to be able to further explore energy and be able to focus on not just offshore anymore, but onshore, and to be able to take advantage of having other countries come in and drill and 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 be a part of this uh, change, and so they they changed the constitution, and now Mexico is getting partners from all over the world, and the United States is included in this in helping to develop their infrastructure. Well, Brandon was one of the panelists at the State of Energy in San Antonio, and he number one, he's a brilliant guy, and he told a great story about how he was involved with this changeover in Mexico, and and it wasn't without obstruction it was he said it was tough and it was it was a learning process for everybody involved and just he told a great story and I can't wait to read the story about him in in the the next issue of the magazine it's inspiring and I think it also will help um, other individuals who are interested or have been thinking about other companies have been thinking about how do they get involved in Mexico this is a great story to read they're basically focusing on pipeline infrastructure, the company. And so it, Brandon is just a, an information powerhouse when it comes down to Mexico and Mexico topics. Now, some really big 
developments have happened recently. Let's talk about the apps that have gone live. Well, we wanted to be a part of an online directory to help in areas um, like Eagle Ford that are very rural areas. There's There's a lot of distance between different counties. And so our app, the Shell Mobile Network, is actually uh, being developed and uh, built up right now. It will have the ability for companies to put their name in this directory. Um, It's also linked up to GPS, so you can actually see, let's say you are Marathon Oil in the Eagle Ford and you need to find a a water transfer um, facility. It'll be in the directory, and you can actually see it's only 10 miles away or 50 miles away. Um, We'll also have blogs, and uh, there'll be a little bit of advertising in between the different directories. It's also great for businesses as well. Let's say you're trying to sell or you need to purchase 100 trucks, a fleet of trucks. Then, of course, you want to call Calic Auto Group, our good friends um, at Calic, and you'll be able to see where the nearest dealership is in our mobile app. So we're pretty excited. You'll download it on your phone, of course, because it's a mobile app. But um, it's going to give you day-to-day information and making, and hopefully making sure that we keep up with the latest news as well of what's going on in a certain shell place. How do you, how do you get that app on your iPhone or your Android phone? You know, Alvin, all they have to do is just go to the Google Play Store or the App Store and search for the Shell Mobile Network, and you'll find us. And from there, they just it downloads on their phone, and they have the directory. It's a free app. Do they need to register or anything like that? Free app. All they've got to do is just go and find us and download it, and they'll have the directory. Also, if they want to put their information in the directory, they can contact us, shellmag.com. We are building out the directory as we speak. Well, and the email to contact is info at shalemag.com. That's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com, if you'd like to be put into the Shale mobile app. Last cover party, Kim. Huge success. Huge, huge, huge success. Victoria didn't want us to say anything, but they've got it going on down there. You're not kidding. You could tell the advertisers were like, don't tell anybody how busy we are. We don't want the word to get out. <laughs> they are swamped down there with they, work. They really are. Uh, they, they've done a great job, and they're going to continue doing a great job for years to come. And, Kim, you know, I, I saw on your some of your Facebook posts that, you know, President of Steer posing with the Steer guns. Let's talk about those guns. Beautiful, beautiful firearms. Well, you know, truly, uh, we should all be proud, and I think we all are. We get that. The United States is now an energy powerhouse. We uh, should have been all along. But now, due to the Shell revolution or the Shell renaissance that's occurring, um, there's a great deal of pride. And people have become very successful um, in in working and uh, producing in a Shell play. So to celebrate that, A&A Engraving, one of our partners, uh, along with Steer, created a gun and it was to celebrate the Eagle Ford. They have many different types of guns to celebrate the different shell plays. Um, so the one that was on display at our cover party is actually the Eagle Ford shell rifle. They also had such a huge demand for this collector series. Um, on the rifle, they only are making 100, and so I think there's like 21 left of that series. And because they were running out of the rifle series that, you know, it's got beautiful stocked wood that says Eagle Ford Shell on it, and it's got pictures, it's, it's got, it's gold 
14 karat gold overlay. I mean, it's just a beautiful, beautiful rifle. But they've also added on to the series to include now a shotgun as well as a pistol. And well, you saw them. What did what well, did you think? Yeah, the, the 45 long colt. Hey, doesn't get any better than that. Single action long colt. The quick draw guns. I, Beautiful, gorgeous. They are absolutely I begged breathtaking. him to give me one of them, but he wouldn't do it. Well, you know, they are breathtaking, and they are a limited series. When they're gone, they're gone. Um, and we want to help promote these, uh, these this collector series. So anyone who's interested can go to our website, shellmag.com, and click on the picture that's there, and it'll take them to... Uh, the website that actually they can get better pictures of the different rifles that they have and different guns. Hey, Kim, I want to take a left turn for a second, and let's talk about an article that's up at Forbes.com. You know, it, it seems like California is always leading the way on new environmental laws. and uh, That's a used to be. <laughs> used to be, exactly. Now, Pennsylvania's done a great job. And it's because of fracking and because of, of shale natural gas production. Let's talk about that article. Well, something that I believe is not commonly known, except in the energy circles, is there is an abundance of natural gas coming out of the shale plays, as you stated. But there's also it also burns a lot cleaner than any other form of energy that we're utilizing. And um, because there's such an abundance, Pennsylvania has been taking advantage. And at the same time, while they've been increasing their usage of natural gas, they've also been lowering their CO2 emissions by 30%. Therefore, they're actually leading even California with um, the amount of reduction that they are uh, doing because they're utilizing more of natural gas. Well, you know, there's, there's basically, the way I see it, there's three green energies there's wind there's solar and there's natural gas and natural gas is abundant and it's cheap and it's clean and pennsylvania's used it to to lower their co2 emissions by 30 percent you know you're seeing this happening all over the united states though the really smart companies are taking all their fleets and converting them are purchasing now the natural gas fleets as opposed to regular fuel because it is cheap, there is an abundance, and it burns cleaner. You know, and, and being a, a fleet specialist, I get two or three calls a week, people asking about, uh, you know, LNG vehicles. And, you know, I've told people for years that, you know, it, it's, a, it's a great product, and it's clean burning, and with LNG, you're not going to lose any of the performance of your vehicle. The problem has been thus far is the infrastructure, and where can they fill those tanks up? And you know what? That's it's getting easier and easier to find LNG filling stations. I read a recent article that was discussing that there are close to now a hundred filling stations throughout the state of Texas. So you can actually now drive from major city to major city in Texas and find a find fuel mm-hmm, for these vehicles. And and the view the beauty of a, a natural gas vehicle is if you can't find natural gas, you can put gasoline in it and it'll burn gasoline as well. So you can almost with the right size fuel tank, you can almost double the amount of fuel that you can carry on that vehicle. And Kim, kind of while we're on the subject of vehicles, I, I am a, a fleet specialist for the Kayleg Auto Group, and I got a call earlier last week, and we have two amazing Lexus dealerships. 
uh, Lexus of San Antonio and North Park Lexus Dominion. The Dominion store is an amazing facility. It's absolutely gorgeous. And you know what? They have too many Lexus stacked up, and they would really like to move some some really nice vehicles. So if you know anybody looking for a Lexus, give me a call, and we will take great care of you. So give me a call. Here's my cell number. I very rarely give my cell number out, but here it is. Write it down or punch it in your phone, area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830, punch it in your phone, 830-480-3656. Give me a call. We'll, we'll put you in a Lexus, let you drive it. Now it's my great pleasure to bring in our uh, correspondent out from the Permian Basin Association area, Catherine Stokes, the executive director of the West Texas Energy Consortium. Catherine, welcome back. What's going on out there in the Permian Basin? Well, it's going great out here in the Permian, and it's actually a little overcast today, and it's been a little bit muggy. It acts like it wants to rain. Um, we're, you know, keeping track of weather and what's going on. How is everything down y'all's area? I know Houston has gotten a lot of rain. Austin's gotten a lot. Has San Antonio Corpus, yes, we're all getting pretty hard hit a lot of flooding and also um you know in corpus um which is where mm-hmm. my beach house is the dock got washed away so mm-hmm. we're all getting to work by boats <laughs> yes. But, yes. Uh, hopefully everybody is safe and dry but let's talk about today you were at a luncheon in midland yes it was the the state of education actually educate midland it's a new um organization or i'll say it's new to me they have they've been working on some innovative ways and some collaborative efforts that they want their entire community to come together and focus on uh, supporting education. And one of the takeaways that I that I got from that and looking at the individuals there there was had to be well over 300 and possibly 600 folks there and it ranged all the way from school district individuals to workforce individuals to businesses and just getting to see the large um, group of individuals and, and different people sitting there really wanting to support Midland ISD and support the kiddos here from K through 12 um, not just focusing on uh, test scores, because I know you know that's the big push across the state is making sure everybody has great test scores for the state test, but they want to make this a really, really good uh, environment for um, any of your K-12 through kiddos, and I really liked the message that they had. Um, they are starting to launch a website. It had some really good information. I'm hoping that they will include their slideshow that they showed today on their website, but it's educatemidland.org, and you can sign up for their newsletter there. And I'm I'm excited to see because it was it was presented and hosted by uh, Pioneer Natural Resources, but there were folks there from Educate Texas. Um, you had CPAs there, you had lawyers there, you had individuals from nonprofit organizations, and I really am excited to see what um, that group produces. It seems like they have a really really good handle on how they want to approach some of the challenges and opportunities that education for our young folks, sometimes those challenges that occur day to day and how they're going to address that. And they have a 10-year plan in mind, so I'm going to be excited to see how that plan plays out. Well, you know, education is the key to everything, so we look forward to uh, staying up uh, on this topic and seeing how it grows and flourishes. Also, you guys have been working on the Permian Road Safety coalition um yes okay and so what's going on with that 
That group, um, we're actually having our steering committee meeting tomorrow uh, to get ready for our June forum. Um, they've been very good about hosting a forum every quarter, and they want to stay on top of things. Uh, the, the forum that we'll have in June, and one of the things that we're covering in our steering committee meeting tomorrow is they've been working on a website, and the consortium's been putting a website together for them to meet their needs as far as um, users and then just for the general public to kind of see what's going on in their community and how the businesses that are involved with this coalition are trying to affect change and how they're working with TxDOT, DPS, local businesses, you know, transportation companies. So they're looking at um, launching their website at that June 9th forum. So I, I'm pretty excited. This group has it's grown and it hasn't lost anyone. You know, the um, one of the things, you know, coming from nonprofit, you always see whenever they decide to have a committee or a coalition or a, a group of, of leaders, sometimes you lose folks at the table and everybody has stuck around. And I know, you know, they want to invite um, individuals that are affected by the transportation industry or participate in transportation, the energy community, um, or any of our local law enforcement to that forum. And we'll have more details about uh, where you can register at at our website at WTXEC.org on our calendar of events. And that forum is June 9th. Very, very exciting uh, what you guys are doing with that group. And, you know, road safety is so important. There's a lot of us on the road, and um, understanding how to maneuver around big 18-wheelers and stuff is, uh, you know, life can be life-saving uh, for someone and, you know, texting and driving. and But you also have a career day occurring as well on May 17th. What what uh, can we expect from that event? Yes, um, the consortium partnered with uh, the Permian Basin Workforce Board, and the Workforce Board there has been planning a, a regional career exploration fair for our 10th through 12th graders, and they've involved Extra County ISD and Midland ISD, to that event that will be held may 17th they're hoping to have that from nine till three o'clock they have a good group of exhibitors out there that's going to be a good chance for those 10th through 12th graders to look at different career options and they're not just focusing on the in energy industry uh, they're focusing on health care they're looking at transportation um, they're looking at all of our first responder positions whether it's firefighters uh, emt paramedics local law enforcement and you know hospitality because all of those all of those different industries are fo are um, affected by what happens in the energy industry so we want our kiddos to be prepared and um, there's more information about that career exploration on our um, website as well at wtxec.org and there's contact information for the organizers for that event so um, you guys have an event coming up on the 27th uh, your Jumpstart Your Future Expo. What uh, is that, and what can uh, we expect if we attend? All right. Um, each one of our regions, we cover three workforce board regions, and each one of those workforce board regions, usually they always work with employers, and they work with the education uh, institutions in that area to put on some really good career uh, events for students generally 8th through 12th grade just to expose them to some different employers, career opportunities, and some things, you know, highlighting in-demand careers and training programs that are going on in the regions. Great. It sounds like an amazing expo. Um, Catherine, once again, it was great talking to you this week, and we look forward to talking to you next week and getting up to speed on the things that are happening in the Permian Basin area. 
Thank you. Thanks so much, Kim. Have a good week. You too. Kim, we've got a great show coming up for you. And with that, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. We'll be right back. Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connecting rural West Texas communities, where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership. Hey, oil and gas friends, Alvin Bailey here. You know, every week, Kim and I work really hard to bring you up to speed with what's going on out here in the Texas oil patch. I also want to take just a minute to talk to you about your fleet needs. Whether you have one truck or 1,000 trucks in your fleet, I can help you. Call me when you have a minute and let's talk trucks. Did you know that the Caleb Auto Group offers pickup and delivery right from our service departments? And I'll bring the dealership right to your desk. You don't need to drop what you're doing and come waste hours and hours of your valuable time haggling over pennies. I have a very transparent process with a simple pricing formula that ensures you're always going to get a very competitive price and the very best service available in the industry. So call me today, area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656, and let's talk. The Kalig Auto Group has Ford and Ram trucks for your heavy-duty needs. We also carry Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, Jeep, even Lincoln and Lexus for your luxury needs, and we have an Audi store coming soon. So whether you need work trucks for your day-to-day business or a new Lincoln or Lexus for you personally, call me. My cell number is 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656. Or you can always email me, abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at kalig, K-A-H-L-I-G, auto, A-U-T-O, dot com. I look forward to seeing you down the road. Oil Field Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oil field equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oil field parts for your fleet maintenance needs, Oil Field Experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil Field Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey with your host, Kim Bellotto. And we're visiting today with a very special guest, Rusty Brazil, author of The Domino Effect. Kim? I'm so excited to have Rusty on the show today. You know, he is one of the most respected authors in the field of energy and energy markets, has a very long-standing history within the oil and gas sector. And so, Rusty, I'm so happy to have you uh, with us today. Why don't you uh, go ahead and come on in, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about uh, yourself. Well, thanks, Kim. Great to be with you this morning. My background is I was with Texaco for 20 years, so most of my career was in marketing and trading. I spent several years in crude marketing trading, uh, then I went to natural gas liquids, which is propane and butane, did the same thing in that market, and then shifted over to natural gas. So I had the opportunity to learn the commodity markets for uh, all three of those hydrocarbons, 
left Exco, went to the Williams companies. That's a big uh, natural gas pipeline and natural gas processor. Worked there for a few years and then uh, joined uh, with some friends of mine and uh, uh, developed a company we called Bentech, Bentech Energy. And it was an information uh, and energy analytics company. We sold that to uh, a subsidiary of what at that time was McGraw-Hill, a company called Platts. And I started RBN Energy at that point in time, and, and we do consulting work and energy analytics for the energy industry. And, you know, you have a pretty interesting background as well of some of the stuff that you didn't quite cover, which is you have been uh, a guest on quite a few very high-ranking TV stations giving uh, out your analysis, and that would be um, Mad Money and uh, Power Lunch, just to name a few. But also you do a daily blog that I really enjoy following as well, very informative. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's it's school of energy. A lot of the things that we do uh, are rock music themed, and the reason why when we first start, started up RBN, uh, I talked to a lot of folks, and they said, "Well, you need to do something that really differentiates you from all the other energy consultants there are out there." Well, uh, many years ago, uh, I was a rock and roll musician, and uh, and that career didn't work out for me, so that's when I shifted over to energy. Uh, but we do these blogs, and we theme them every day based on some rock and roll song. Uh, it's free. Anybody can sign up at www.rbnenergy.com. And uh, we have about 20,000 people that get the blog every single day. So then what we tried to do is we tried to push that to all the other things we do. So we, we do a conference a couple of times a year. We call it School of Energy. It is themed on School of Rock. So, again, we try to bring in that rock and roll theme whenever we can, just so people don't take us too terribly seriously. Well, it is a very interesting theme. I truly, truly think it is the greatest thing, um, and it certainly caught my attention. So good job on the marketing of that. But you also, um, as we discussed a moment ago, you uh, authored a book um, called The Domino Effect, basically looking at uh, energy. So let's get into that. Um, it is the number one best-selling uh, book right now in its category. What is the domino effect? Well, the book is really a, a lot about what uh, we do here at RBN. It's, it's about understanding energy markets. Uh, I have done this uh, for a living for a lot of years, and so what we wanted to try to do was bring as much of that uh, inside information about what's going on in energy markets to everyone who'd buy the book. So the markets have changed a lot over the last few years, and uh, it explains really why it's happened, and we lay out a set of basically uh, half a dozen market rules that the, the markets have followed, and because of that, there have been a series of events that have happened over the course of the last 10 years since the whole shale revolution started that may have looked like, if, if you were, really weren't familiar with the markets, they may have looked random, but they weren't random at all. Uh, it, it was a series uh, of events that were one triggered another, triggered another, triggered another, and that's what the dominoes are. So uh, just for example, the shale revolution first came to natural gas markets in the Barnett Shale. Uh, Barnett Shale became oversupplied, and the rest of the natural gas market became oversupplied. Prices went down for natural gas, and that prompted producers to shift their rigs to gas that contained more natural gas liquids and crude oil. 
Uh, they drill a lot more NGL, what they call wet gas wells, that produce a lot more natural gas liquids. Soon those prices were crushed, too. They shifted to drilling more for crude oil. Eventually, the same thing happened to crude. So there's a pattern here, and the idea is that the, this pattern is something that you can understand. And then that gives you a good way to think about what dominoes may be happening next. So, so that's really what everybody's trying to figure out. Here's what's going to happen next. And the book is, in, is intended to give you a framework to be able to think your way through those sorts of things. You can't predict everything, but at least you can understand how to think through it. Now, Rusty, for lack of better terms, is it possible, do you think, to to regulate your way through these downturns? And, you know, when when oil's high, you know, let's let's cut back on the oil production a little bit so we don't oversupply. There's a glut of oil still on the market today. The same thing, I think, can be said for, for natural gas and, and other forms of energy. Do you think regulation can help to stabilize these markets, or do you think it's just— uh, the way things are going to go, the you know, the way the wind blows. I, I think it's the way the wind's going to blow. Uh, after all, we we have experienced, uh, in a way, that sort of regulation before. The Texas Railroad Commission did it right. The Texas Railroad Commission was the first OPEC, and they 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 uh, they set allowables uh, for uh, production in the state of Texas, which was a significant piece of overall U.S. production at the time. And in effect, we're regulating supply so that there wouldn't be an oversupply. Uh, it got to the point where that no longer made any sense. Then all of a sudden there was OPEC and OPEC started effectively doing the same thing, uh, on the global market. But shale has changed that. Now, uh, shale producers, each one of them individually operating in states all across the United States, uh, can produce a lot more crude oil than anybody ever expected, more gas than we can use, more natural gas liquids that we can use if the price is right. And my sense is that the market then is behaving exactly the way we would want a market to be, and that is if we have a lower marginal cost of production, and that's exactly what shale has done, then that drops the price for energy commodities. So that might not be so great if you uh, if you are working for an energy company, but for the economy as a whole and for 90% of all the uh, the companies that are uh, on the uh, stock exchanges right now, they are buyers of energy, so that is a good thing for our economy and it means that your gas for your home, your electricity for your home, your motor gasoline for your car are all cheaper than they would be otherwise. So again, although it's not so great for the energy business, it's pretty darn good for everybody else. That's super. I do want to talk about how lifting the export ban has affected and you think will affect this, the state of energy in the United States going forward. But first, we do need to take a quick break. My name is Alvin Bailey. You're listening to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, along with my host and your host, Kim Bellotto. We'll be right back. Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally? Amerijet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let Amerijet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo. 
from oversized hazardous materials, which include oil and lubricants and heavy weight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956. Or visit us at Amerijet.com. Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. Oilfield Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oilfield parts for your fleet maintenance needs, Oilfield Experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oilfield Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. And we're back within the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Rusty Brazil, who is an energy expert. Rusty, before the break, we were discussing a little bit about the export ban and how the export ban being lifted, how that impacts the shell play and and, uh, for you know, is it going to affect us immediately? Is it going to affect us in the future? How will that affect us in the future? And how will it affect uh, the shell revolution that's going on within the United States? Well, you know, the export ban uh, really gained the, the, the idea of, uh, of eliminating the export ban, gained momentum a couple of years ago. And the idea was that the U.S. was producing a lot more shale crude. That's not what the refiners in the U.S. had been expecting. They had been expecting a lot more heavy crude, mostly coming from Canada. But instead, we got this very light crude that was not at all what the refiners were expecting. And the refiners said, gosh, if we could just export that light sweet crude and import heavier or medium-grade crude to replace it, we wouldn't have to spend any money in order to get geared up to use this light, sweet shale crude. But we can't do that because there's a ban against it. So uh, what happened then is the rules were changed uh, by the Commerce Department that said certain kinds of very light, sweet crude oil called condensate could be exported. Then a number of companies, like, for example, Kinder Morgan, built specially designed splitters, basically small refinery units, to be able to use those super light sweet crude oils. And then over the course of that same two years from when this all started till now, 
then a number of refiners spent a lot of money in order to be able to run those light sweet crude oils. So effectively, the problem went away. However, nobody told Congress, nobody told President Obama. So at the end of last year, the export ban was removed, day late and dollar short. So what's happened then, since then, over the course of the last four, uh, four months, is that exports have not increased out of the United States at all. Exports are about the same as they were before this all happened. You say, wait a second, there was an export ban. No, there wasn't an export ban to Canada. We were exporting uh, a little over 400,000 barrels a day of, to Canada. Now what's happened is we're not exporting those barrels to Canada. We're exporting them to Latin America and to Asia because now the rules say that we can. But it really hasn't changed anything in terms of overall export volumes. One of the problems is that to a, lot of, to a great extent, exports don't make economic sense to a lot of parts of the world right now because prices in the United States and prices in most of the rest of the world are about the same thing. So it doesn't make any sense to put our crude oil on a boat and carry it someplace else. And don't forget, we are still importing millions of barrels a day. So even though we can export, every barrel that we export, we have to import a barrel to replace it. So will it make a difference one day? Yes, it will. It will, be, it will. it will definitely help the overall supply-demand balance on a given day as production increases in the United States on the presumption that prices uh, go back up and it makes sense for that to happen. The export ban removal will make it easier for the market to balance itself out. But in terms of any kind of great uh, change either in pricing or in the overall dynamics of the crude oil market in the United States, frankly, it's not going to make that much difference. What do you think it's going to take to, to crank production up back up again in the United States? Well, uh, it, it's a complicated question because uh, each one of the major producing basins, the Eagleford, the Permian, the Bakken, there are areas in each one of those basins where economics, even at prices today, prices 44 bucks today or so, uh, the economics of being able to drill in those areas make sense. Like, for example, there are three counties in the Eagleford that it makes sense to drill at today's prices, and folks are still do, drilling a lot of wells. And when I say a lot, I mean... 22 uh, rigs in one county, 15 rigs in another county, those kind of numbers. Nothing like what we were before. Remember, there's still about 400 rigs that are working in the United States right now, and those rigs are working in the very best spots. There's about 20 of those counties across the United States, and that's it. So at today's prices, 44 bucks or so, that makes sense. If prices get back up to, say, $60 or $65, then there are more counties that it makes sense to drill. Well, that's a good thing, but there's only a certain number of drill spots that are available in each one of those counties, and whenever they're gone, they're gone. And the question that really nobody knows the answer to is how long it will take to use up all of the good drilling spots in those sweet spot counties that we're drilling in right now. The more simple answer is at some number over 60 or 65 bucks, production is going to continue to grow. If we are below $40, production is going to continue to fall. And at some number in between, 
It just depends on where and how and how sustained that increase is. For example, if things jump up and they fall right back down and they jump up and fall right back down again, it's going to be very hard to get a sustained growth in production going again. Great answer, and we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto. We'll be right back. Ever feel like you've hit a wall with your business? Like you haven't been able to turn the corner on a new avenue for your company? Well, Turning Point Strategies is here to help. Turning Point Strategies is for those startup companies or companies that have been doing very well, but maybe want to move to the next level or are at a turning point. They're looking to think outside the box, and that's where we come in. We provide those different strategies to help them turn the corner at that point where they need consulting services. At Turning Point Strategies, we can not only help you turn the corner, we will give you insight on how to prevent yourself from hitting another plateau. We have helped a lot of different companies at many different levels succeed. Call us today at 210-227-5678. Again, that number is 210-227-5678. And visit our website, turningpointstrategies.com. Again, that's turningpointstrategies.com. Are you at your turning point? Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connecting rural West Texas communities, where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto. We're visiting today with Rusty Brazil, author of The Domino Effect. Kim? Well, Rusty, you know, it's no secret that uh, Shell Oil and Gas Business Magazine is one of the main supporters of this show. And we firmly believe that what is occurring within the Shell Place within the United States is definitely a game changer for the better for the United States. In your book, you talk about um, the U.S. having a monopoly on shale. A very interesting read. Can you kind of talk to me about the things that are occurring for us right now in the United States, this game changer? Talk to me a little bit about what that is. Well, uh, to be perfectly accurate, the, the title of the chapter uh, is, Does the U.S. Have a Monopoly on Shale? And the thesis is, well, at least for the time being, no question about it. The U.S. does have an, a monopoly on shale, and it goes through the reasons, the chapter goes through the reasons why. And there's several. For, for example, first of all, we've got the infrastructure to be able to support it. A lot of other countries that have shale, and shale's all over the world, right? But there, uh, there is a, uh, uh, there's an infrastructure here for processing uh, crude oil and natural gas, for being able to transport it to refineries, uh, to be able to handle all of the physical nature of the barrels that exist here that don't exist in most other countries. The other thing is the legal structure of individuals being able to have royalty uh, rights that they can sell to or, or lease to oil and gas companies, and when oil and gas companies in the United States find oil and gas, they own those commodities and can turn around and sell them. That doesn't exist in most other countries. It's very unique to the U.S. And third, 
most of the production in the U.S., uh, most of the, sh- the shale revolution has happened not from big companies. It's happened from independent companies. And the reason why is because those companies are set up to be able to handle the very high failure rate that still exists in discovering new shale plays. New shale plays, are the discovery and the, the understanding of how to produce those plays, it's as much of an art as it is a science. And understanding how to make that happen is something that is unique around the way business in the United States is structured. It's the entrepreneurial spirit, if you will. So that, again, doesn't, it doesn't exist in most other countries uh, of the world. So we've got, we, we've got an advantage. We've taken advantage uh, of that, uh, those particular issues over the last 10 years as the shale revolution has built up. And we'll continue to do so. The only issue is we now have to figure out how to do it with prices a lot lower. So we have to be a lot more efficient. Uh, we have to get prices, at, we have to get costs down, and we have to drill only the best wells. And that's exactly what producers are doing. Well, you know, in your book, you also um, uh, discuss a couple of, you know, the book is called The Domino Effect. And in the book, when you read it, there are a couple of, as the dominoes are falling, um, the book is going through the dominoes. And, uh, you know, as an average person that is looking to invest, get into the market, there's so much information out there. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are kind of uh, wondering, should I, should I not jump in there? Business owners, uh, service uh, companies that are wanting to get engaged further. Um, and there's just such a lack of information. And I cannot uh, stress enough how well written your book is to help everyone understand these are the processes that we have been through and here's where we're you know more or less going to come out but is there any specific dominoes that that stand out in your mind that have already fallen to this point maybe domino eight domino 30 um, because you're numbering them in the book too right right well let's just let's talk uh, about uh, about what happened with uh, with domino 11 and uh, with with Domino Eleven, uh, natural gas was uh, 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 you know producers moved away from drilling a lot of natural gas, but natural gas still uh, continued to increase. Well, why would that be? Well, because when I drill for crude oil, most shale crude comes along with a lot of associated gas, uh, and when I drill for wet gas that contains a lot of uh, uh, a lot of natural gas liquids. I'm drilling because I'm looking for the natural gas liquids, but I get the natural gas as well. So in effect, what's happened is natural gas has, in, in a lot of cases, particularly when crude oil prices were high, had become a byproduct, a byproduct that was produced along with crude oil, along with natural gas liquids, and that has kept natural gas production very high, and that has kept natural gas uh, prices very low. Well, that immediately rolled through to continued overproduction in natural gas, which we still have today. We still can produce more natural gas than we can use. And that then triggers dominoes 14 and 15. And domino 14 is the fact that uh, we can uh, now natural gas is displacing coal and a lot of power generation. And therefore, we are actually cleaning up the air, if you will, because of the domino effect, because natural gas prices have stayed cheap relative to coal. We're, we're generating more power because of that. 
uh, and we're uh, in, in Domino 15, we're implementing lots of new industrial facilities in the United States that never would have been economic before because natural gas prices are cheap. Natural gas prices are cheap, again, because they're oversupplied. It's a byproduct because of crude oil and natural gas liquids production. So that's what I mean by dominoes, is that one thing triggers another thing, triggers another thing, that if you just looked at it from the outside, you'd think that, well, why are we producing a lot more uh, electricity from natural gas than we were from coal a few years ago? And the reason why is, lo and behold, because of crude oil prices. And most people just wouldn't think through it like that. Well, Rusty, it was a pleasure having you today as a guest informing us on the domino effect and getting better informed on what's happening pertaining to the Shell Revolution. Somebody who uh, wants to get your book, where's the best place for them to find the domino effect book? Amazon. Uh, Go to Amazon, search for the domino effect or uh, search for uh, my last name, B-R-A-Z-I-E-L, one of the two. And uh, uh, the the book is uh, available in uh, both in hardcover and in electronic format. Now, Rusty, before we jump out of here, do you have a website, a blog you'd like for people to check out or follow? Sure, sure. Like I said, the blog is free, comes out every day, rbnenergy.com, r-b-n-e-n-e-r-g-y.com. Uh, go to the blog. The blog is free out there every day, and then there's a little sign-up down at the bottom of each blog where you can get an email every morning and uh, open up the link to to that day's blog. Well, Rusty, on behalf of the Oil Patch Radio Show, sure would like to thank you for coming on today, helping us understand a little bit more about energy and energy markets. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Rusty. It's been a pleasure. And with that, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. We'll be right back. Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally? Amerijet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide. For on-time delivery, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956. Or visit us at Amerijet.com. Good news, Texas. Barrow Solutions has arrived on the oil and gas scene with the ability to increase production with zero capital cost to the producer and zero cost to the environment. With the right conditions, Barrow will help your stagnant oil well produce again, with some wells ramping back up to 50% of their original production output. As EOR expert Randy Crow says, this is huge and this is very, very real. For more information, call 316-858-0946. Again, that's 316-858-0946. Or email Randy Crow directly at randy at rstarconsult.com. That's randy at rstarconsult.com. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto. And Kim, what a great guest today, and what an outstanding book, The Domino Effect. You know, and it's it's how the shale revolution is transforming energy markets, industries, and and whole economies all over the world. And This is a big thing that's happening with the shale revolution. And, Very and big. Rusty's a big time author, and this this is and he's a big time oil and gas guy. He's he knows Very what he's doing. Very knowledgeable. And you know he has been 
dead right about energy markets all the way through. And I think when you're going through and you're reading this book, you're going to realize, wow, I've kind of got a crystal ball in my hand here. And I want to read one of the excerpts on the back cover of the book to you and see if you can guess who wrote this. The book lays out how energy markets work in the real world. Brazil has lived in these markets and has successfully stitched together what has happened over the past five years to oil and gas production, infrastructure, and prices. Then using the domino effect concept, he lays out what is likely to happen next. This is a must read for anyone involved in energy markets. Can you tell me who wrote that? I'm going to cheat because I read the book myself, and it's Harold Hamm, the president and CEO of Continental Resources, who happens to be a very experienced person in the energy market, too. Pretty good. He's pretty good with oil and gas stuff. I would say a billionaire <laughs> who's made his money off of energy would be a good person to listen to as well. A great place to find this book is, is on Amazon.com, and you're going to just search the domino effect, or you can search Rusty's last name, Brazil, B-R-A-Z-I-E-L. I would urge you to get a copy of this book because it's a great book. Kim, you've read pretty much the whole book now. Tell me about a couple of the dominoes that, that stick in your mind. Well, you know, it's more important. I don't know about the dominoes as much as I really think that with what's happening, you know, you cannot listen nightly to the news or turn on the TV, uh, the radio without hearing something about the energy. It's everywhere. Energy markets, the price of oil, uh, what's happening, jobs. You hear so much is connected with oil and gas, and yet we have very little understanding of how they interconnect. So one of the best things that, in my opinion, a person can do to understand the big picture of what's happening here in the United States and how we are on a path to energy independence because of the Shell Revolution, the technology, the independent operators, the entrepreneurs, and where do they fit in? Or maybe there's somebody out there, Alvin, who wants to get in. Is it too late? Can I get in there? And finding information that's concise in one book is very hard to do. You can find tidbits here and there, but from Rusty as an expert, he lays it all out. What I got from this book was these dominoes that are falling were amazingly correct and I loved the book, and it was simple and easy to read. And I highly recommend for anyone who wants to learn about Shell Revolution, get this book, The Domino Effect. You know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty, and and going through this book, I think anybody who would have who had read this book two years ago, and it wasn't on the market two years ago, but anybody who had read this book two years ago wouldn't be a bit shocked by anything that's happened to us over the last two years because it's all laid out in here. Correct. You know, yes. history repeats itself, and it's going to continue repeating itself. And, and you guys that have been in this industry for, for 15, 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years, you're not surprised by what's been going on in the oil and gas industry. You've lived through it before. It's it's just it's the, the vicious cycle of oil and gas. The and commodity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, the things get bad. Things get great. Things get good. They get better. And, it, and good and better are coming. And you always prepare. You know, one of the things that, um, you, you know, Shale Magazine we're working on is we are dedicated to the Shell revolution that's occurring here in the United States and our path forward to energy independence. And, you know, that's so important looking back and seeing how for the past, you know, 20 years, um, other countries have really dictated uh world oil prices in the United States has not basically been at the table for that. And and now with the Shell Revolution, Alvin, everything has changed. And that being said, you know, we're so dedicated to wanting to continue to educate 
the masses of how important energy is here. So we've actually created in celebration of that TEAK, which stands for Texas Energy Advocacy Coalition. And I'm really excited about that because it's going to allow like-minded individuals like you and I, you know, we talk about energy, we get excited. We know that there's like a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity to make money. There's a lot of opportunity to network, a lot of opportunity to just get involved and get engaged on any level. So, uh, you know, when, when someone joins our organization called Teak, um, for their membership, they actually get to attend events that we are putting on for them to uh, meet energy uh, folks and try to talk about uh, their business and network. And then, of course, learn about the energy and energy sector, kind of like the book. Um, but also, it'd be in a very fun and uh, uh, informative manner. So we will hold different events in cities like Houston and San Antonio and Corpus and Midland and Dallas. And we'll continue to develop this coalition of like-minded, pro-energy business folks, so they're not necessarily from the energy industry, to come in and join us and to be a part of uh, this, the shell revolution that's occurring within the United States. Now's, now's a great time to start networking again because things are down to, to manageable. There's still a lot of production going on in Texas. There's a lot of drilling going on in Texas. You know, like we talked earlier, the export ban being lifted is long-term going to be great for the industry. So now's a good time to join Teak. How do you do that? Well, they can go to shalemag.com, that's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com, and click on the button that says Teak. It'll give all the information of membership benefits, what they get in return. We want people who are wanting to get engaged in the process of learning more about oil and gas to join us and come network with us. Again, go to shalemag.com, that's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. Look for the Texas Energy Advocates Coalition or the TEAK button and get signed up. It's a, it's a great organization, and, I mean, you're in on the ground floor or something where the networking opportunities are going to be limitless for, for quite some time. And, Cam, I believe it's time for oil and gas trivia. Hey, if you're the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question to this email address, Radio at shalemag.com. Again, radio at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G dot com. You'll win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston. That's right, Alvin. Here's today's trivia question. Rusty Brazil today, our guest in studio, an energy expert and analyst in the energy field, has a number one best-selling book. What is the name of the book? The first person to email the correct answer to radio at shellmag.com. Again, that's radio at shell, S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com, will win a $75 gift certificate to the beautiful Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. Well, Kim, looks like another week in the books for In the Oil Patch. Be sure to like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash In the Oil Patch Radio Show. And Kim, I guess we'll see you next week. Until next week. Adios. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.